My name is Aram. Welcome back to God's Fall. God's Fall is a custom fantasy story told through the lens of a Dungeons & Dragons game that is played and recorded in Washington, D.C. and written and produced in Chicago. Hi, my name is Steven. I'm playing the fifth level Dwarf Paladin, Torvik Wildtongue. My name is Doug, and I'm playing Doro Knot, fifth level Halfling Rogue. Hi, my name is Michael. I'm playing Zion Preeton, the fifth level Human Sorcerer. Hi, my name is Kelly, and I'm playing Rena Falavel, a fifth level Wild Elf Ranger. Last time on God's Fall. Queen Friday and Lord Haldir Laron exchange pleasantries, flirtations, and the occasional vicious mockery. You're quite fascinated by sightseeing. <laughs> and I noticed, and I would notice that quite clearly. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty blunt. <laughs> While we're being blunt, it is not the sightseeing I'm interested in. Well, your interest is apparently large. Your imagination seems somewhat limited. The challenge has been well laid. Uh, <laughs> well laid. <laughs> in the middle of what was otherwise a lovely royal brunch, Brannock reappeared, covered in blood, weapon in hand. You feel queasy. Your equilibrium is totally thrown off, and you grab the table for a second, and you have to steady yourself with a breath. And then you just feel an opening behind you and a pulling of air and there is an explosion. And then all of a sudden, Brannock is there. He's in half plate, he is drenched head to toe in blood and he has a huge sword in his hand. Initiative. I stand up and I take out my figurines and I yell, Lana, Yanya! He throws his hand. Like he just tossed two little Monopoly figures. Think, think, think in front of you. And for a second, you think he's insane. And then the very next second, two golden lions erupt out of nothingness, let out a terrible roar, and clearly are putting themselves now in between Brannock and you. Guards, arrest this man! So the guards go right in. The first one swings at Brannock, bounces off his armor, the second one comes in towards his face and he just, he meets him directly and his eyes are now focused. Uh, I want them to incapacitate. Both his lions leap, hit Brannock at the same time. Claws and teeth go into the metal of his shoulders and he is drugged, slammed down onto his back and pinned by two heavy lions. Yeah, he's incapacitated. I mean, he's being stripped of his sword, he's being held, he's screaming and biting and flailing. Is there any kind of, I should know this, but is there any kind of like, put someone to sleep spell? Wavy, wavy, wavy. Yeah, sleep, sleep, right. sleep. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Well, all she has right. to do is drop a rose petal. So. Right, right. Put some rose petal in Rose yeah. petal. Grab some rose petals, sling them in his face, sleep. <laughs> After Brennick was disarmed and under control, Queen Friday returned her attention to how dear Loran. Well, that was certainly more than adequate. <laughs> um. I'm pleased to introduce Yon, uh, Lona and Yanya. Big, you know, purr, big, huge headbutt. Yeah, maybe a little scratching behind yeah. the ears. It's like, a, it's like a cat, right? Except there's force, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's a little startling, but yeah. they're very sweet. Where is the place I feel most secure? Presumably in the throne room. Oh, totally, yes. You are here for more than collecting your brother. Yes. What are your aims? 
And particularly, what are your intentions? I told you at the very beginning, and my personal aims and goals have been the same since the Gods War. I look to reclaim the magic and the power that the elves lost, and to restore our race to the glory that we once held. Perception <laughs> from you. Four plus nine is 13. That's gonna do it. There is a hum. And you're recognizing now that there's a resonance inside the tier of Sito, and it's starting to get louder and louder. So like, you can just kind of like put feelers out whoo, yeah. in all directions yeah, and you like, immediately What the hell is going on? Yeah, you can immediately feel it. It's a huge, huge amount of energy. It's coming directly from the Union. There is a spike of energy being fired into the air. Into the air and the world storm seems to be swirling into it. You can just feel crackling energy from all over. Pardon me, my queen, but I must check on my ships. They are three of the only in the world. Uh, they're also the only thing that can break the Kadarian line. <laughs> and if they're destroyed, there's a lot of problems that all of us have. Yeah, it's really true. I understand you are eager for answers. There will be time. Again, I just unnecessarily leaving the palace grounds in and times of upheaval. This is, is necessary. She also has, there was literally just an earthquake. Like, did things collapse in your kingdom? I don't know. It's possible. Perhaps I should be among my people. Ugh, irritating. While the High Elf royalty tended to their respective responsibilities, Zion, Para, and Torvik headed further west along the southern edge of Wessel, while Rena and Doro helped Queen Cyrena reclaim more of the God King's equipment. I'm going to, it's going to take you a day to get to the fire. It's going to take half a day to get to the shield. So we have half a day to get the shield? Yeah, so we're gonna and start <laughs> with the shield. So, okay. you guys break north, the other team goes due west, and we have officially split the party. A couple hours into the journey, you've already lost sight of the wagon long ago. There's The land starts to gently slope upwards and to start to get grassier. The sand and rock is starting to give way to shrubs and grassland. You guys are riding and riding and it is dark. It's like midnight now. The rocks are getting larger. There's, you know, boulders now once in a while. There's rolling hills and you saw some movement. Creatures moving from, you know, hillside and rock to rock on big, both sides of you. Like they're definitely like orcs. They, they, they I mean, they're hunched over, muscular. There's definitely orcs trailing you on both sides now. They grunt at each other and point, break off on either side, and are just kind of like shadowed as you guys pull away north, and they're just standing there watching you pull away. Sirena is very clearly leading you in a north direction now. I ask uh, her if the pool is stronger. She's yes, strong much okay. stronger. There's a silver glow just over this I next rise. Yeah, like this, like this little line of of. Silver, and as you kind of turn towards Sirena, Sirena nods. She clearly understands what you're seeing, and she sees it as well. As you're approaching up, and you're coming over this rise. Tie up the horses. And... Yeah, like stop yeah. a little early, okay. and then maybe sure. sneak up there yeah. in case they literally have a watchtower right there or something. <laughs> like, hey! Get onto your stomachs and are doing that kind of elbow crawl thing right up to the ridge. 40 feet down, there's a bright silver glow, and the shield is just sitting there. Sirena starts to lift herself up. You grab her and haul her back down, and you start looking around. Something's not right here. It's not, this isn't just a crater. There's claw marks on the edges, and there's dig marks all around this. There's something else going on here. 
I say that, I'm like, there's something else going on. There's, there's no listen roll. It's just per, it's just perception, right? Yeah. Roll yeah. it again. 22. As you say that, you hear the screams of horses and then some sort of unnatural <laughs> growling and then... Grab Sirena and teleport us to the shield. You're in the crater. She reaches out, grabs her shield, and you, there's just an explosion of energy and light around you. She's now glowing. So you grab her, and then boom, you blink into the tree just as a pair of stone jaws snap shut. Okay, so I need to teleport us back a to the wagon. Bulet. Yay, Team Sirena Marlin. Yep, okay. Oh, so yeah. Focus your energy. Do you Roll. want me to, I can... Everyone roll wisdom, who who is on this team. Caitlin's there, but she's never done it before. I mean, you start talking about the bridge and what it does, and you know, this is how you do it. Well, oh, you, how you much, probably... Yeah, how much of the bridge does Caitlin know? Well, you, she rolled a 19, and it's wisdom, so she rolled a 21. Okay. I got a two. I'll make a bridge, you know, use my abilities. And she <laughs> pushes her dream state out. So this reality just like flows out of her like, like a bubble it. and all around you uh roll perception uh 21. yeah uh you're like oh wow this is this is just like all of you just appeared in port bliss <laughs> and you can't feel that seeker stone any longer the connection to it oh, from over there. is gone. To you have a general idea of the direction, but you can't connect to it anymore. It's too far away. Well, but no, maybe it's too far away. Maybe. I, I was already on this sure. other thing that this is Caitlin's thing again, right. and we're in that, we're not in the world, and that's why the connection was severed. Okay. So I figure out how to get out of Caitlin's dream now again. Great, so you start pinching yourself. That doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, and people are just people doing people yeah, things? It's, well, it's nighttime and you're on the dock, so it's not particularly busy, but there's a couple people on the docks, yeah. I'm not seeing dead guild members. Uh, no. So. <laughs> no. Am I there, though? Yeah, okay. you're all there. You're all there, and the queen's there, too, and she's like, are we in Port Bliss? And she feels the pull of it, and she recognizes it. So H would be. She says she does feel a pull. There's the. She knows what it is. There's a ring. There's a ring pulling her now to the west. She can absolutely feel that. And so she pushed the dream. Mm -hmm. But you are now here, while everyone else is now here. Yeah, I just love the way dice like changes the story. Yeah. You are now probably a thousand miles apart. Who has the eye saw? I do. No, you don't. Yes, yeah. he does. I thought yeah. she did. No, I never gave it back to her. Shit! Never did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zion! Well, no, yeah. And we were just gonna fucking leave it in that room, right? And I was yep. like, scooped it up really fast with the beholder, and yep. I never had a chance to give uh, it back that's to her. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. You expected to hear from them by now. The plan was they were going to go there, get the shield, come back to you guys. You expected. Right. So what we were going to do, we weren't going to like come storming into this fiery place. We're like, no. you know, observing it yeah. from, you know. Exactly. Well, that orders. was the plan. But also right. the plan was like when they were about halfway there, they should expect they to should see have. you guys. Yeah. At least you guys have been riding through the night for several hours and it has been 
quiet. You have seen nothing, heard nothing, but the fire is getting brighter and brighter as you ride along. They should have been here by now. Has it been that long? I mean, what, what was that? that? Seem to, what's what's that? Mean? my sundial. <laughs> in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. And my moon dial. <laughs> my moon dial. Yeah, I mean, it's been three, maybe four hours. I mean, you expected them. Well, it would have been a sex, yeah. Six hours, yeah. six hours, yeah. Well, they probably you know. ran into a complication. I have every faith in Doro and Rena's and Cyrena's and even Jostra's abilities. I think they'll be fine. But then again, they brought Caitlyn. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's what, that's what I would say. But they have Caitlyn with them. <laughs> yeah, well, she needs to learn how to handle her own eventually. I mean, there's no reason to baby her. If she doesn't learn to use her powers, she'll be overtaken by more powerful creatures than herself. We have to train her. It's our duty to do so. That's ironic. <laughs> yep, Paddle. Is that, so you guys gallop for another hour, and there's, again, no sign of them, and you're starting to get, like, two more hours, and you're going to crest around. So as you're coming around this way, you start to see fires. There are fires along lines all broken out here. It looks like a line of fire along these, like, scrub brush hills. So there's this crackly, dry scrub brush all up and down the sand and rock dunes here. All of those are on fire. Now, where are we? This isn't on this. Oh, sorry. This, <laughs> this is in the sand hills. In the sand hills, there is scrub brush all over, and there's a line of it on fire, pretty much right from where it hits the coal spine, 50, 60 miles north, a whole line of it marching on fire towards you guys. Or at least it seems to be approaching. Not in a huge, not terribly fast, 10, maybe 12 miles an hour. Right, so it seems to be a, a brush fire that's gone out of control. Brush fire, yeah, that would be a fair thing to say. Like, you have a wooden see, wagon. You do have a wooden wagon that is a slight problem. But like whenever you see California doing like a burn control, it mm -hmm. seems like that and it didn't go well. There is a trail at some point that you guys are going to come across, and that trail does head directly to Flat Rock. This line of fire, you'd say right now, is roughly here. So it'd be advancing, but you'd, the turn to Flat Rock would be, you know, several days in advance of this thing. Assuming it gets this far, because there's a lot of open sand between it and here, so it may just burn off. I mean, I hate to be anticlimactic, but the truth is, if if the rest haven't appeared yet, yeah. and we're expecting them to be here, yeah. and there's not gonna be a fire that's gonna hit us right now, I would just camp. Like, I think that would be what you would do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that'd be good. Like a good cut would be us mm -hmm. just like, all right, well, let's just camp out. And we'll camp and wait as the fires crack oh, yeah. in the background and you're taking first watch. Yeah. Yes. Time that to camp and wait. That's perfect. I wish I had done while we were still doing it, but it's important that I do it before we play again because I won't remember it. Talk to it. That as soon as we appear in Sirena's like, isn't this poor Bliss? Instead of being pensive and thinking about it, I would have ignored everyone and ran over to Caitlyn and grabbed her hands and like spun her around right. and celebrated and been like, you did it, you did it, you made your power work, you did it yourself. Right, right. And she'd be like, I, I did. Right. I yeah, did I, did, I did, I did, I did, I did. But but aren't we in really far now? It doesn't matter, we'll figure it out. This seemed like a bigger obstacle, didn't it? Okay, yay! Yay! yay. And the other two are like, Yeah, yay. they are not yay. They I'm are like, not yay, yay whatsoever. This, yeah. uh, I'm happy that I'm, I guess I would be a little happy that I'm near my You're home. real close to home now. I could go, we could go get out of the Yahtzee! <laughs> Yahtzee! That's <laughs> it! That's it! We go to the forest, we get out of the we get this thing, 
and then with your Hagen and all their friends, <laughs> and then, you know, all their help and stuff. Except everybody else. The no only problem, problem is, the only problem is, the last time we saw Adam Eel, he was like running around and like. Mm, no, he like, helped us in the siege thing. No, no, but remember we saw him in a when the God King. And we, he showed us Automiel, and Automiel was frantically like looking around, which means something's going down. Oh, well, maybe we island. should help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Perfect. We have two horses attached to a wagon. Mm -hmm. We have uh, Torvik, Para, and myself, mm -hmm. Zion. And um, we have uh, a whole wagon right. filled with like bed rolls and shit. You like have that. all the supplies. All the supplies. <laughs> right. all the, but we don't have any of the money. So right. All the supplies, none no of the money. money. Right. Okay. Uh, we have the Eye of Saw right. on my person. Correct. Uh, they have the Stone of a Gun. Correct. Um, he has the um, Tear of Ova or whatever. Oh, 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 the. Um, yeah. What the heck was it? Claw of Ova. Fang of Ova. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we have a bunch of other random right. sundries. And they've got oinkers. They've got oinkers. You're right, so this is the first time you guys have been a split up, which is weird. No, okay. we were split up the whole... Oh, true, true, <laughs> while you are in the tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which no, good technically point. lasted uh, three, two and a half days, but went over like 15 episodes. Right, exactly. <laughs> two and a half. Yeah, that was, that's true. Yeah. That's true, you were in the, the tower for two and a half days, days, but it was like 15 it was episodes. real time. We did a real time. Uh, <laughs> All right, so you guys are in the south. You are in the Sand Hills, is what this area is called. And it's pretty much self-descriptive. It's Sandy Hills. It's very flat. Right, it's very, very flat and, and verdant. Flush, flush, flush. <laughs> Could there be hills by yeah. any chance? There are indeed hills, and they are sandy. Uh, it is hot and rough and dry and, you know, sandy. And you guys are heading towards what looks just like a line of fire on the entire western horizon coming out of uh luckily we have unlimited water so yeah. doesn't matter that it's that's <laughs> true well it's true it's true you guys are basically a roving fire station i didn't even think about right. that actually so that's absolutely true and like they're all can you like cast and... alarm <laughs> that would be amazing and you still shoot beer, shoot the water. If they shoot water like a goddamn geyser, what a brilliant... Okay, I didn't even think about that. Anyways, so you're heading towards the fire. And you're just got a, you just on a wagon, like, just driving it towards the fire, right? That's what you're doing? Okay. Are you in animal form or in dwarf form? I'm just going to be in dwarf form, like, man, like sitting at the, the head of the wagon. Perfect. Right behind the horses. What are you guys doing? Um, we're just kind of looking out and... You know, looking for this fire. Yeah, Para was like in the back mm -hmm. and is like kind of moved and is like looking like over your guy's shoulder. So he's kind of like in the back seat, kind of, you know, looking over. And you're like, yeah, can you stop this? Right? I'm assuming you're, you're yeah. vocalizing so this, Para, this plan. Yeah. Um, how much can you control fire? And Para's kind of like, just like real slow pan over the horizon. You can see the line of fire in his big brown eyes. And he's like, well, I mean, I can feel it from here. And he kind of like puts a hand out and you guys see the fire kind of just like bow ever so slightly as if the moon was passing over the ocean. You would get a bow, right? And he can, so he's like, I can feel that from here. I, I think I can handle this. Do you feel that this is a natural fire? Or yes. is this being created by no. some... This was just a fire. It was set 
I know it was set. I don't know how. But it was a set fire. fire. But this is <laughs> but this was definitely set on purpose. We'd stop the wagon, stop the wagon. Oh. And just kind of sits there for a second. I need help. And he reaches out to you. Sure, I clasp his hand and I uh, flow my force into him. Roll die 20. Uh, just 19. the 20. Yeah, 11. So 11, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, you guys link for a second. You feel the bridge form in between you. And then you feel his heartbeat. And it's very loud. And you can feel it radiate through his arm and into your chest. And then you can feel your sink. And your hearts are just thudding. And you can see the fire as your heartbeats go. Just along the lines from the center, like a burst is going out along with your heartbeats. And then you can kind of feel yourself sucked into the fire. And there is a mile where you're just soaring through fire and embers and exploding trees and then out through a huge dense cloud of smoke above it. And you guys can see mile, half mile thick line of fire roaring this direction. And then you're just back into your bodies again. That's a lot of fire. Yeah, that's a lot of fire. What the hell are you two doing? Jesus. We're looking at the fire. Firewalking. Firewalking. <laughs> Drinking the fire water. You people are weird. It's well, a lot of fire, but I mean, if we get close enough, yeah, I think I can handle it. I may need some help, but I think I can handle it. Well, we have to stop this fire. All right, so you guys. Didn't start the okay, fire. you guys. <laughs> but it's always burning. All right, Since so, the world's been turned. Yeah, so you guys cross over one of the hills. And before you is a tremendous scene. As you approach the line of fire to the west, you find thousands of orcs. Forming a truly massive bucket brigade, passing water along lines hundreds deep from a river nearly half a mile away. Other teams busily chop down trees and gouge huge trenches into the earth with the help of several dozen tamed granta, pulling oversized iron plows. The rest of the orcs empty their buckets into a series of these dugout lines, creating a network of crisscrossing moats meant to rob the oncoming fire of both fuel and heat. The coordination and speed of their labor is astonishing. All right, let's help them. So, Perry and I will combine our powers and work to tame this flame. You're the only one with an artifact that can do something about this. All right, let's get started. Uh, not spot. Help me. Perception. perception. Roll perception. 18. 18? 14. 14. Okay, you don't see it. You catch them, but only just out of the corner of your eye, you see about a dozen orcs that are just... All of a sudden, they must have been there. They must have been tracking you down. And they're now stepping out. You know, they've got dirt and sand and, like, different... Like, they basically look like they're wearing uh, guinea suits. Or gunny Gilly. suits? Gilly suits. Gilly suits. Thank you. Yeah. And they just kind of rise out all around you. Weapons are drawn and are basically, you know, stand down. You know, they're shouting at you in, in common, rather broken common. But weapon down, you know. You know, why here? Weapon down, why here? 
here to help. Okay, they all kind of look at each other. I right? grab the fire the, bat, the the my jug. Yeah, aim it we toward the good. fire, we right? Just, and and do full bore water. From this geyser of water, just you, you, I need you to roll strength. Mm. <laughs> uh, four. Four. Okay. So this gush of water knocks you on your ass. Roll it one more time. Okay, you struggle up onto your knees. You can't even get onto your feet again. They're just barely able to hold it and cap it off again, right? And there are a couple orcs whose jaws just drop. They have not never seen anything like this. Orcs have short lives, and they have never seen anything like this. Right. Most of them haven't been alive through the majority of magic, and they all just kind of look at each, at each other, at, rather confused about what to do. I clasp Para, and uh, I levitate us into the air. Okay, hang on. Roll Constitution. For I am God. We are your gods. Roll, yeah, roll, me, a consti roll me a Constitution, just for focus. Oh, constitution? Yeah. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Wisdom. I'm sorry. Everything about yours oh. is wisdom. Okay. Uh, Twelve. Okay, good enough. So you touch his arm and you two kind of rise out. And you're surrounded by this field. And this field washes over all of you, including it washes over your eyes. Okay, and you've really never noticed this until now, but you pick out, but your vision shifts slightly when you're in this field. Mm -hmm. There's a slight glow around Para, there's a slight glow around Torvik, and there's a very slight glow around that young orc. Nice, good to know. Um, and he is the only one, by the way, that doesn't, that, that, that just stands there. Everyone else kind of takes a step back, he doesn't move. He's staring right at you. Okay. I uh, I wink at him as we uh, as I as the two of us uh, head towards the fire, you know, levitating towards the fire. Okay. Um, they start shouting at Orc. <laughs> to everyone else around them, as other Orcs are now seeing this and starting to move to towards their elite group of whatever they are has now broken up into two lines and are shouting at the other orcs around them. Those orcs are now making room for both the wagon and for you guys. You hear a hiss just in time to turn your head and a tree that's been boiling from the heat explodes about 10 feet off to your guys' right. I need you to roll reflex saves. Dexterity. I need you to roll dexterity saves. 14. Ooh, okay, so you can react. Okay. Para can't. I encase us in a shield. Two thirds of your party is 14. Gone. So as the, ex as the explosion happens, several orcs, by the way, that were right next to you that put their hands up were protected as this shield went up. Your shield kind of shot up at around about a 10 foot by 10 foot wall. It wasn't quite a bubble as much as it was you made a wall. You've never made a wall before, mm. but you were able to protect an entire area. You know, a couple of orcs got blasted on the other side. There's about half a dozen of them. A couple are clearly dead, and the others are immediately being tended to. It's impressive how quickly teams are working. And now that you're within it, you can clearly see that it's not just random. There are specific people who have tasks. There are orcs waiting, looking for people that are injured and then are breaking out in teams to help the injured. They're not just doing this haphazard. What's the godling orc doing? Whenever there's panic, he seems to be there. 
and he's able to calm it and he's able to direct anytime he talks to people they seem to focus and they seem to work with calm work he was he's able to there's uh after the explosion went up two of the grantas reared up and he was able to basically just walk up and guide them back down and start walking them forward again we're talking you know boars that are the size of elephants and he's able just to work them just like gentle pack animals no problems he's whatsoever. He's been at this for a while, then. <laughs> he clearly has mastery over his powers. Yes. Well, we'll have this long discussion, I'm sure, after we deal with this fire situation. So Absolutely. After I brush myself off from blowing myself off, um, I'm going to turn into an ape. Torvik turns into this huge ape, and again, a couple of them give you space and there's a lot of attention being paid but these are focused orcs and there's a big problem coming their way so they're continuing to work and the same thing just i pick up the the barrel back again and it, it use my non-opposable thumbs to try to flip <laughs> the switch and awesome just spray it again. all right so like you a, just like charge right to the front line plant yourself down and and get ready to start and, blasting while you're there Perception. Um, both of us or just him? Just him, because he's at the front line. Okay. 13. 13. Yeah, you see bad. it. So you're getting <laughs> set up, right? And the winds shift. And out of the corner of your eye, you catch about a dozen orcs, and you see, like, as they turn, as the wind is shifting, they get caught. This uh, line of flame cuts them off from the rest. And as it's flickering up and down, you can see that they are trapped. my focus for that and start trying to get that that line basically just turn a whole hose all yeah. on your own strength there we go uh 19 21 nice and you create this jet stream of water that's going towards towards them and you're able to kind of angle and kind of get it to where you want but you realize that it's just not the right spray you dig your fingers into the top and you're gripping as hard as you can and the water spreads it shoots out in just a wash and comes down like a rain and is able to extinguish enough of that area that the orcs can run out to safety on the next round so you're clearing a path as long as you're able to hold it next round I guess I go with Para and I will join with his power to try to help him to control some of this fire and make it go away. Okay, all right, so you guys link up. I'm gonna roll the good dice, hang on. Eh, I don't help very much, 14. He rolls a 16, that's enough. So you two, your arms are kind of linked so that they're all the way down each other. So your arm is gripping his uh, bicep and, and his is grabbing yours. So your arms are fully linked and you rise up off the ground fire swirls in his eyes and that purple pink energy of the astral realm swirls in his and you just feel in yours sorry and fire just starts to come off the tips at first just little tendrils of it and it starts to twirl and wave towards you guys and orcs are clearing a path as this tendril of fire reaches out and then when it gets close it rockets in you have never felt anything like it. Your lungs are breathing fire. Your hair is breathing fire. None of it touches you, but it all touches you. It's part of you. It's in you. It's 
you feel your fingers evaporating into fire and then back into fingers again. This must be how Para feels fire. And it's truly something else. It's becoming you. You're becoming it. It's not about control. It's about transformation. And as fire begins to rocket into him, he begins to absorb it. And you can see his body being consumed by it. Don't die. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Yo, on my forest. He looks at you. His eyes are now just white, hot coals. There is, and his body is rapidly approaching that too. And he smiles, dark black teeth within this white face. But <laughs> it would normally be a comforting <laughs> smile, right? And he's, and he just says in a million voices that seem to radiate from every single flicker of fire, it's working. It's working. Oh no! <laughs> Turn your boyfriend into Terminator. Oh no! Um, well, I mean, I continue. I'm glad that it is working, mm -hmm. and so I'm. Uh... Roll perception. All right. Good job, Dark Phoenix. Nope, don't see anything. Okay, you're way too focused on him. Yeah. But if you had been looking, mm -hmm. uh, and the orcs can notice this too, the fire is lessening. Like it dropped about ten percent just in that one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Now I continue focusing my powers on Para and helping him in, however. Okay, excellent. You have saved those people. What are you doing? Just continuing to just beat holding the, fire. the line, yeah. basically. Back. They're starting to draw fire away. You initially are holding the the um the um line. As they're drawing fire away, the line is starting to back up a bit, which gives you time to then help fill those saturate, channels. If you, yeah, saturate exactly. channels. Yeah, exactly. So you're just you're holding it back, saturating, filling channels, which is a huge help. You basically formed an entire new brigade line all on your own. Excited right. ape noises. <laughs> uh, perception from everybody. Well, the two of us. Oh, everyone. Everyone. Oh, sorry, the two of you. I'm sorry, not everyone. Everyone who's here. I got a 21. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, altogether, 15. That's enough. 11. Even that's enough. There are screams and snarls from the bank behind you as half a dozen giant crocodiles have taken advantage of all the confusion on the banks and have drug several or are dragging several orcs into the water as you guys are acting. The one orc, by the way, is rushing over there. The orc of peace, or whoever he is, is rushing over there. Is everything being contained? Is it, is it? No, this is causing chaos. This has broken the water line. This is broke. All of their careful planning is falling apart right now because this has thrown everything into chaos. How many crocodiles are there? Six, and they're giants. Oh boy. Yeah. I throw my Pokeball at him. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to feed these ones a raspberry or two first. You can't you better... magic Yay! I could. I do have the iron ball, which is... Don't waste it on a pretty fucking crocodile. crocodile. Yeah. I will find you and kill you if you do that. <laughs> I've already used it, I thought. We've already no. used it once or twice. Because oh, we were going to chop iron off your hands. Ball. Yeah, the iron ball, ball you throw it, it hits him and it turns I forgot about the iron ball. You had to burn your hands back on. Yeah. That's right. We had to chop your hands off that and, was then, the right that was and then burn them back on. Oh, that was a bad. That was a tough. That was a tough half hour for Torvik. That um, must have been kind of. It goes I would have, even with that being healed right away, that's pretty traumatic to see your stump hands, right? I'd imagine. I don't want to see. It. I don't so lose see. your hands. Yes. Yeah. 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 I would imagine yes. it's pretty awful. Losing limbs yes. is, in fact, 
a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Can I change from one animal to another? Is that possible? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, hang on. Listen, yours. No, is, you have to be a gorilla forever yeah. now. No, no, well, no, no, no. I mean, but you have to like change back to Does he have to go animal, well, human, human, animal? Yeah. Or can you go animal, animal? Yours is way different from a druid's wild shape. You can turn into any animal you want every round as a free action. I. Pop, pop. You could literally go canary <laughs> elephant. You know what I mean? You're like, you could, yeah. You could do we'll rhino fulfill one mouse. of your. Where he's well, like charging in a dude I see and that. then scope between their legs. <laughs> I see all that happening yep. and I want and I immediately turn into the eagle. Okay. And fly above them. Gotcha. Circling I mean that, that takes one turn. Yeah. Right? It'll yeah, it'll, it'll take you around to get there. So are they boom, all are they eagle, all grouped together? Basically clustered in the same hundred yard area. They're definitely attacking as a pack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They've drug three out, two have already been drug under water. The Orc of Peace is just swimming straight out into the water now. And you guys are staying focused, I yeah, imagine. We're, we're working on getting that fire under control. Okay, uh, this is now different. Roll Constitution. Uh, is this a save? So as in I would get like the full proficiency yeah, bonus and everything? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then uh, 17. Oh, you both rolled a 17. You are in perfect sync. Heartbeats as one. You're calm. You're <laughs> new focused. level of our relationship. I know. Isn't that a love song? A love song. It is a. It is a. <laughs> heart, two hearts. Two hearts that beat as one. Yeah. Oh I need you. I need you. That's going yeah. up. Two hearts. Two hearts that beat as one. Two hearts. Come on. Come on. Uh, okay. So you guys are perfectly in sync, and you can feel waves of energy pulsing out from you. You can see the ground and the, and the little grains of sand. Thum, foo, thum, foo. The fire, thum, foo. and every time it beats out, fire gets sucked in. He's and he glows and he glows. It is pure daylight now. It's not that he's creating light. Inside this sphere, looking into this sphere, there is a column now of daylight that exists. It cuts through the sky into the clouds and there is perfect blue noonday for about 50 feet wide. Just a column of noon. Is he creating it? Yes. He must be. Right. Or is he projecting well, the fire out? He's, he's using whatever fire he's doing. to be able to do this, yeah. Whatever he's doing, it, it does it like fiery, like... Uh, or no, is it no, light? no, it is just a column of daylight so in the darkness. Okay. It appears that he is converting fire into, into light. sunlight. Right. Gotcha. Aww. Oh. So. Not so evil. <laughs> yeah. Yet. All right, uh, I need... Are you rolling for evil? One, two... <laughs> yes, I'm rolling for evil, basically. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And the rest go to the orcs. One, two, three, four. Okay, you are swooping down, and a tree basically explodes in front of you. I need a reflex save. Well, I'm, I'm over the water. Which are, I, oh, you weren't coming down? I thought no, you were, I'm, I'm oh, oh. I was hovering above right. the water. You see a tree explode underneath you. The tree just blow as orcs are rushing around, a tree, another tree blows up right on the bank and takes out a good seven of them are just knocked down. Two of them are clearly dead. The other five are heavily wounded. 
and they are on the banks as crocodiles are advancing on them. And you said there's about six or seven crocodiles? Uh, well, there's, six. Yeah, six. there's four now. Right, there's, there's as you look out. back towards the water, literally that one orc has a hand on both of their throats and they are just have kind of risen out of the water around him and are trilling and vibrating the water around him, but aren't attacking and aren't moving otherwise. Though he seems very focused on what he's doing. It's All right, so ignore those two. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get right above those four that are kind of clumped together. And that are coming for the wounded, yeah. Yeah, and turn into a giant, are they in the water still? Oh yeah. Turn into a giant octopus and fall yeah! right in the middle of them and immediately release my inkjet. Okay, Hi. excellent. Uh, uh, roll, I guess, dex to hit with it? Yeah, well, dex, it's a touch attack. Well, what in, is no, it? ink cloud is a 20-foot radius cloud. Oh, it's a mist. Yeah, so right. it'd be like a PBAOE. You're right. just putting it there. Yeah, all right. Everything is covered in ink. The, Crocodiles fail miserably on their reflex save, and they are blinking and thrashing and slamming into each other, but they're not advancing at this point. Back to you guys, any other concept? From fire to day. Yep. Feel my wrath. Can we see this? Uh, 19. <laughs> 19, yes. okay. You feel like all of a sudden this perfect balance go wonky real quick. There's this weight and this horrible, horrible, cold inside him and this darkness and this just like everything's caving into it like nothing could escape it not even light but but force you bring him up <laughs> you flow energy and life and love back into him and he <gasps> takes a breath and <laughs> you're sunk again a little less fire draws off this time, but it's still working. But we're still alive. The daylight fluctuates a bit, seems to almost cave in on itself, mm -hmm. and then vroom, is reestablished. Okay, no event happens this round, thankfully. You guys are <laughs> spared one. Okay, so... Uh, why, why do these orcs keep all their explosives in trees? It's really weird. <laughs> they don't keep... Do you, why are you keeping all your dynamite there? When trees superheat, especially trees of a certain know, type, they explode. But, they're exploding, and, and they're all exploding. It's like, all what like are you putting in there? Sap. Stop that. They're, they're just... all hiding like they're grog in it, and they think they're being clever. No, and look what's happening. No, what these are is that these are trees that exist in a really, really dry climate that are near I, a yes, riverbank. Yes. So they yes, absorb yes. huge amounts of However, water, and then they superheat and explode. Some are keeping their grog in some of these trees, and that's why they're exploding. However, perception rolls. <laughs> I want some perception rolls from both of you with this third one going off. You especially, because you're 17. A, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, your ears are good right now. Uh, 20. Both of you. You definitely can hear like a, I mean, it's hard to hear above the din of battle. You're a little bit more tuned because your ears are just, are just better now with your better perception rolls. But there's definitely a, a very high pitched whistle before these things are exploding. So there's, you know, as the water is evaporating, shooting out sides of the bark before it gets completely superheated, you can now hear these things explode. So you're gonna get a bonus on your reflex saves from now on because you're yes. used to them. Dexterity <laughs> saves because you're used to them. All right, so we are dexterous what are you creatures. doing? Keep gonna up keep at it, right? Keep going while we can. Constitution. Para. 18. I give Para. Oh, okay. I give Para an Para inspiration straight point. out falters. You just see his head droop and his eyes close 
right. and you I pull are... up a force field then around us. Okay, okay. excellent. So, vroom, and that's fine. And you're able to focus on him as well. And you're able to, you know, keep him up. The whole line of fire rages back for a moment. It goes completely dark around you. And only towards the end is he able to gently light it up again. But... I release the field. You guys are back into it again, but the fire is exactly where it is. It's it's still at fifth. You know, you've still only drawn off approximately fifteen percent. Just trying to grab one of the uh, one of the oh, grab or hit. Well, when you hit with a tentacle, oh, it cool. instantly grapples. Excellent. With a DC, I forget the DC. Awesome. Because he's got little suckers on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> plus five to hit. So 12? twelve. I believe that. Oh no, unfortunately not. Shit. Okay, so oh my God. you kind of like, they are slippery and you slap across its back, but you're not quite able to get a grip on it. So it just kind of glances off its back and into the water. But you're still the one thing in the way. And there Damn are ink. orcs now that have run up and are starting to drag the wounded orcs away. So they'll have them clear within two rounds. Okay. Uh, the orc of peace has kind of lowered his crocodiles back into the water and is moving backwards as they're going down river but he's still very focused on what he's doing. Same thing. Just, 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 just slapping wild. Roll hit. Gotta hit one freaking thing. There we go. All right. 15, uh, yeah, 20. 20, okay. So how much damage does that do? It says hit 10, 2d6 plus three, bludging. Two to, all right, roll 2d6 plus that, three. What does that 10 mean right there? See how it says 10? 10 times 2d6 plus three? Holy shit. No, 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 no. Well, what that math, means, what no, no, what, it, what it's doing is that it's giving you the average. And oh. then it's showing you how it got that. So, so you roll. Damage. So yeah. roll you the damage. Either take ten or yeah, exactly. Okay. But no, if we always DM, you can take ten. And yeah, oh, but that's okay. so I got lame. You. I would just always roll the damage. All right, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. And he's uh, the it's grappled. And it is grappled. So you just slam a tentacle down on the closest one around you. It strikes it flat on the back of its like big spiny neck, and then wraps twice around its giant body. You have it. Firmly in your grip. Cool. He's not happy about it, but you had it firmly in your grip. The other three, uh, at least this round, are going to attack. So do you have more than one attack? That's what I don't know. I would assume. I mean, you've got more than one arm. Yeah, how would yeah. it not be eight attacks? So yeah, I'm going to make I'm going to make a DM's call to say that you can. Oh, do... it does say octopus can't use its tentacles on another target after until the grapple ends. Oh, you have to focus on one at a time. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And they are about, I mean, they are giant crocodiles. So you are kind of on a, almost... Got two tentacles, pretty much, that are... Yeah, foom, foom. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay, good enough. So you are fully engaged with one as the other three bite at you. Uh, but at least it's you and not a, wo a wounded orc. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. You guys abandoned them real quick. <laughs> Uh, Listen, does a 23 hit you? Uh, yeah, because I'm okay. an octopus. I'm an class 11. They roll disadvantage because of the ink, or is that gone now? Uh, that's gone at this point because okay. they washed it off. Gotcha. One of them hits, the other two basically just flail about in the water next to you, but one kind of rides in and just chomps the heck out of your side. And you take three, seven, eight, plus five, 13 points of damage. It takes a big old mouthful of Torvik puss. 
Did, did my hit points change to the octopuses? Correct. And then when you come back, back down to zero, you go back to your hit your points. Your own hit points, but you're is it healed. Like druid? Okay. You're not it's wounded. Like yeah, it's like a druid. It's weird. It's it's, it's, it's well, it's just it's extra armor. You right. Turn into something. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you're basically wearing it down. as a form, yeah. kind of like he wears his force field. Yeah. All right, so thirty-nine points left. Alrighty. All right. My turn. Yes, it is. Okay. Focus with my boyfriend. All right. I did well. Uh, this is what it was. It wisdom. Yeah. Okay. No constitution with oh, these. Yeah. Constitution. That's plus four. So twenty. He looks like he's starting to panic, but he's holding on to it. His eyes it, have gone completely white now, and there seems to be cracks that have formed of white spidering out from his eyes all over his face as if the veins now have also gone pure white in his head. And he just seems to be consumed by fire at this point. The daylight is now spreading. It's gone to about 100 feet wide and is starting to edge towards the river. All right, uh, the fire drops another 5%. Now it's about 20, about 20% down and is starting to edge back a bit. Completely release the, the alligator and yell out. Well, I don't know if I can yell. You can <laughs> chirp out. Yeah, two two six. So just. you just release and slide back, and then there's just calm, and you feel a hand in your back, and you're calm. And this energy that you're putting out, in combination with the orc who is now standing behind you, there's just. A like a wave and everything stops. All the orcs on the land stop <laughs> panicking. All the crocodiles who are attacking stop and their heads kind of turn like a dog's would a little bit. And they slink back into the water so just the eyes are up and they start to swim backwards. And everything is just calm. No one's worried. You have a big old chunk taken out of your side. You're not worried about it. The orcs who are wounded are like, okay, weed. getting patched up. They're not worried about it. All everyone goes back to their water brigade and everything's back to normal. Now it starts to fade and everything starts to get more and more energized because they're trying to save their land, but everyone's kind of working in a much more organized way and they pick it up almost instantly. Like all the fear just evaporated out of them. <laughs> I just turn around. I, well, first of all, I, I turn back into- Back to Torvik, yeah. To their dwarf form. Yeah. And I just turn to- it's interesting. Dwarf form. Not yeah. back into me, back into dwarf form. It's yeah. interesting way you said that. Okay, yeah, it's fair not, enough. I'm starting to lose my sense of self. Yeah. I haven't noticed. Yeah. But I turn to the orc that was touching me. Mm -hmm. You mind telling me what that was? Oh, you're busy right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. He's, a, he's like, he would be, he's like. Well, I'm also high as yeah. hell on yeah. god juice. He turns you know. and he just places a hand on your chest. And in an instant, you see this moment where he was with uh, a watch party, similar to the ones that were tracking you guys when you were first in the lands, right? Off a little bit to the east and north, kind of near where the forest begins. Then you see a pair of bullets attack, just lurch out of the ground and attack these orcs. You see them rip a couple of part, and then you just see kind of like his hands, but your hands, like you're in his eyes reach out and just stroke the edges of these bullets and calm them down and then boom. You're back inside yourself and he nods and he goes back to work. 
is a reputation gain quest. And the more they get hurt, the less reputation you get. The orcs around you are choking and coughing. They're burning. They're clawing at their eyes and splashing with mud and trying to claw out of this ashen cloud that has descended upon them about a hundred feet around you guys like a veil. And they were not ready for it. About, let's see how many got caught in it. It wasn't us. It was, it was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> We did all there, finally, the fire's out. Now, how about, about and all the orcs are dead? <laughs> about twenty or about twenty, twenty, twenty-two of them got caught in this, whatever this is, whatever he's made, and it's not stopping. He is turning white. He is firing now, just pure raw energy straight up into this cloud, and it's getting bigger. Para, stop! Let's disengage. He can't. He either can't hear you or he can't respond. He's just arms out, mouth open, firing this out of him towards the sky. All right. Well, I use my divinity to attempt to disrupt what he's doing, to stop him. You can do it on the next round. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> oh, no. I kind of just sit there and ponder what the hell that well, guy You're watching this happen, but you can definitely see this. You saw all of a sudden this huge cloud of ash fall all around them. They are gone inside it. So as far as you know, this ash cloud ate Para and Zion and about 20 or 30 orcs around them. Well, as I shake off my the, the peace and love that this weird orc just touched me with, yeah. immediately, don't, I forget to turn into the ape. I just grab the, the bottle and start spraying water as best I can. Strike throw. Into... Okay. One point better, so right. it wasn't a natural so one. So you pull it, and you're just like, you're struggling, and you're spraying everywhere, and you get a couple droplets in there, but it's going to take you around to kind of dial that in and get it there the next round. All right. Be any use. Um, I'm just going to try to calm down Para. Okay. I want you to just talk to him. Yeah. Okay, roll. Down, uh, um, it's okay. We need persuasion. to stop. Yeah, definitely. Roll a persuasion. Natural 20 something gets through. A word, a phrase, maybe just the tone of your voice, something gets through and you can see, even with all this light and fire, a spark. And it's a spark that you know. 
and then he's back and and the the cloud just gets sucked back in sucked back up the ashes just explode out and evaporate and the orcs are kind of like rocketed back a couple feet with this kind of like of air that's explodes out of them and there is 200 feet of daylight and fire roaring into you like a tornado focused he is calm he's like i'm here here it's okay okay Uh, yeah. Stay focused, babe. I'd say the fires the fires now dropped about forty percent. It's reduced in line and also in height. You can also see at the edges it kind of being sucked in towards the middle. Can I see them? Yes, now you can. They just got everything. It's almost like someone played a tape in reverse. It just got all sucked up and into the sky and then just became daylight. Nope, three. You do blast them with water but a little too hard. So you guys get struck in the back, which is the equivalent of a water cannon from a fire engine. Have you ever seen someone get hit by a water cannon from a fire engine? Yeah. I would like you to roll constitution, both of you. Natural one. Okay, (laughs) so you are blasted apart. Uh, You are now 30 feet from Para, face down in the mud, Para, has not moved. The water hit him as well, but exploded into steam, which is what blasted the two of you apart. Without you there, he looks panicked for a second, and then and is now blasting that same white energy back into the sky twice as high this time. That cloud is 200 feet wide. It is going to rain down hot ash next round. Sorry! Thank you for joining us for another episode of God's Fall. We have maps, character art, and world notes on our website at godsfall.com, as well as links to our Patreon account and God's Fall t-shirts. If you want up-to-the-minute information about our podcast and the God's Fall world book, follow us on Twitter at GodsFallDC. We also want to take a minute to tell you about our good friends over at BattleBards.com who have been kind enough to send us a catalog of all new sounds. They've added undead minions like zombies and skeleton hordes and the necromancy spells that summon them. Weather, like the roar of a powerful wind and the crash of lightning. Enchantment spells like Hold Person and Transfiction. Even the gruff, barking tone of a dwarf. It mir bitirinsid. So if you want your game to sound as good as God's Fall, check out BattleBards.com. That's all from us this week. For notes, maps, and more, check us out on GodsFall.com.
This show was produced and edited by Dead Ghost Productions. Find out more about us and all the shows we make at deadghostpro.com. Dead Ghost Pro.